produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is your Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike, telling you my brain slowing down going, think, 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 don't say Kylan, don't say Kylan. <laughs> um, it is Wookiee Radio, and we are at time of recording eight days away from celebration. We're into the celebration site seven hours, seven days, ten hours. Okay, seven and a half days away. Semantics. <laughs> So, um, we'll make it longer than we have to. I'm going to, I'm going to bang out some news real quick or some business real quick. Go to the website, wikiradio.net, go down the, our affiliate links. You got Redbubble, Ripped Apparel, um, Fan Chest, Superhero Stuff, Loot Crate, which apparently, Derek's going to crap big time on this one. Apparently, they're extending the Star Wars Loot Crate ordering till the end of April. What you're talking about, Willis? <laughs> no joke. Go check out Loot Crate's site right now. It says order by April 30, by April 30th, and your stuff will ship in May. Now, hmm. here's the other funny part. Those people who ordered back in February, their stuff, by the time of this podcast, supposedly their stuff has shipped. Those of us who ordered in March, supposedly our stuff's shipping on time, which I'm wondering if it's shipping by Friday as well. That way we all, that way everyone who ordered has it by celebration. That would be the smart move, don't you think? Yes, I would think. Mm-hmm. Well, the, we had you did we did have your idea earlier, Mike. You were saying that Loot Crate may be actually holding on to some of this, so no one sees what's going on, and they can sell these a uh, celebration also as a surprise. Yeah, I did say that too, but I also said I think that's kind of silly. Yeah, for but one, we're not marketing geniuses. True, <laughs> but it's Loot Crate. Uh, yeah, um, well, I'm not saying they're marketing geniuses either, but <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you're wanting marketing geniuses. That's yeah. This is. Well, well, we're also saying too how how could it be that there's they're going till April with this now um we're thinking they're not getting the because they're saying originally it was May or till the end of March or until supplies last I'm thinking there's still a lot of supplies because for I hate to say it for a lot of the Star Wars fans who want to order this um 60 bucks when you've got the opening of Galaxy's Edge in May and you got celebration 
now. 60 bucks is kind of tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to celebration and 60 bucks, thankfully for us, coupon codes helped. And and we, as the Smugglers 3, we, Ken and I pitched together to help Derek make sure he got his because this is this is one that, because of the stuff that we got from Heroes and Villains, which that video is coming soon, and this fits right in line with the stuff we got from there, it's only appropriate that the three of us get that box together. Yeah, thanks for the help, guys. I appreciate it. So, I mean, I, I have no problems saying, Derek, you're you're welcome in, in us helping you because um, this is one of those... We, we we have to do this one as a team. We really do. I mean, it's going to be that sweatshirt alone that they've pitched on, on the site. That's an awesome sweatshirt. For Derek and I, it's actually in the 3X. We can actually wear it. Yeah, I know, right? And you know what would look good over that sweatshirt if needed be? A Wookiee Radio baseball jersey, which you can get from our site when you look at the image down below. It's the one that's got the rotating pictures. So check all that out. Um, some great stuff. Support that. So help support the show at no additional cost to you so uh also to go to heroes and villains you could get some of the stuff from the indoor collection there like this great commando backpack great commando t-shirt some great biker scout wallets and keychains I think I covered the three of us, right? Well, also, you, you want to make sure you get the stuff from Commando Collection because everybody wants to go Commando. Yep. yep. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> but they have some awesome stuff in that Commando Collection. Oh, believe me. Uh, sure. If they had that Commando jacket in a 3X, I'd be all over it. Yeah. Well, also, and you will see in the video that the Commando Collection complements the kilt very well. Says the man in the skirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving, uh, on. moving on. Let, yes, that was the tone to move along. Uh, let's head right into, uh, well, the biggest thing in the room, Celebration. And it is going to be huge this year. Uh, we're good. Being that Celebration is next weekend, or this weekend coming up as you guys are listening to this, we actually, I'm going to ru- do a rundown of what is at Celebration and what's probably going to be on stage. Now, they do have, uh, let me bring it up, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stages running at Celebration. So there's not a, a lack of events and things happening. So starting up, we might as well start with the big one. And this is the celebrate stage. Anybody who's going, this is the stage where you're going to get um, all this says the celebration stage will shine with the bright stars and original entertainment from Friday through Monday, presenting not to be missed productions, intimate conversations and live events. The celebration stage is a must for every fan's weekend plans. Now, this is the big stage where all of the biggest panels are going to be at. And this is the one that's in the Wintrust Arena. That's attached to McCormick Place. Yeah. Of course, since they're starting Friday, the first thing you're going to get on the um, stage, I thought they would have like an open ceremonies or something, but no, the first thing they're doing is Star Wars Episode 9, the panel that's going to give you all the information about Episode 9. Let me see. Yes. With the, uh, let me go back here. It bounced me off of where I was at. There we go. What does what does this mean? There it goes. We will get the name. Yes. Now, I, got, I got to ask. The this, banners this, and everything. <laughs> this past Monday, was April Fool's. How mm-hmm. fitting would it have been if we actually got the name of the movie then? And then the trailer, and then the first teaser dropped on Tuesday. Would that have not broken the internet? 
Well, what's even better is if they would have um, actually released a teaser trailer then, like a 30-second teaser, and nobody in the entire internet would believe it. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> I don't care what site it is and how official it is. You don't believe it if it's on April 1st. Yeah, no kid. Well, that's, this that's, what, that's, good, why, that's why I say it would have been awesome. Because that, yeah. that right there would have broken the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, it says, with the culmination of the Star Wars saga arriving before the end of the year, Star Wars Episode Nine panel is one you will definitely not want to miss. With Lucasfilm President Kathy Kennedy and Lucasfilm episode, or Star Wars Episode Nine director J.J. Abrams appearing on stage, and probably plenty of other ones, because it says you can count on plenty of surprises and special guests to keep your imagination buzzing for the rest of Celebration. Live on the Celebration sta- stage and streamed to the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages, and everywhere else you can find in the McCormick Place will be streaming this, and it'll be on the internet, <laughs> because there is a live stream running this year. So if you watch the uh, Star Wars.com and probably the Star Wars YouTube channel, you can watch a, vi- a live stream. They they had live stream from the other one, too. It's just the only thing yeah. you did not see. A couple of them. The only thing you did not see was um, the actual trailer mm-hmm. on the internet. Um, and I think when they did the Leia tribute, you didn't see John Williams doing the performance. Yeah. Well, there's some things that you need to buy a ticket to see. So, but that starts off the show 11 a.m. Uh, and that's 11 a.m. Central Time. You got to say that sometimes because last when it was in Anaheim, we had everybody in the East Coast ends up waiting till what four hours, five hours, three hours. Yeah, three hours. It's three hours behind. But that's the episode nine pounder panel, eleven a.m. Central Time. Uh, followed up, they have a Vader Mortal VR panel, creatures, droids, and aliens. Uh, this one's one that are bringing Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge to life. Disney Parks. Uh, oh, they have what? This one I think is showing multiple stages. No, wait a minute. Let me see. They have their times. Oh, that's okay. This is slipping through. There's only three panels on the celebration stage on um, Friday. That Creatures, Droids, and Star Aliens is the last one. Vader Immortals. At, so you have the Episode 9, 11 a.m. Vader Immortal VR panels at 1.30. And then Creatures, Droids, and Aliens at 4 o'clock. And that's the last panel for Friday. On Saturday, starting 11 a.m., you get the Bringing Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to Life at the Disney Parks. And then at 1.30, this is another big one that people are looking forward to. The galaxy-wide premiere of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So this yes. is where you can get, get all the details about this. Oh, right. Yeah. Followed at 4 o'clock by the Sisters of the Force, a celebration of women in Star Wars. And then the next big one, the first one every day they're doing big. This is Sunday at 11 a.m. You get The Mandalorian. And the description they have on this one, let's see what if they tell us what they're going to actually tell us in the panel. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> paragraph. It says, learn, from pre- learn about the perilous world of The Mandalorian, set to debut on Disney Plus with executive producer and writer John Favreau and executive producer and director uh, Dave Filoni in a special panel discussion. Well, this is a not miss one, even if it wasn't about The Mandalorian, because any panel Dave Filoni's on is one you have to go to. Yeah. You never he's going to bring to that panel. Yeah, you definitely uh, don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, that well, that starts out Sunday morning, and then we get at 1.30, you get in conversation with Alan Tudyk. Now, here's the uh, other here's the other fun yeah. one as well. If you, you want to see um, if, if you want to see Filoni dodge questions, definitely go to that panel. <laughs> that, and also bring your kids to this one. If you have little kids ask Dave Filoni questions, he has a harder time dodging it. Oh, That's yeah. his, that mm-hmm. is Dave's tonight, his little kids. We've seen it time and time again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Star Wars, the Clone Wars sneak peek. Live, this is only a one-hour panel, so we're probably not going to get any episodes. But live on the celebration stage, streamed to the Twin Suns stage, Dave Filoni and special guests, meaning everybody, <laughs> celebrate the return of Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and share a sneak peek at what's to come. So 
we should be getting the full-length trailer on the, at this one. And then Monday morning, 11 a.m. Now, it may be Monday, but they still have some pretty big panels coming. Because of Monday at 11 a.m., you get St- Star Wars, The Phantom Menace 20th Anniversary Celebration. This one is live on the Celebration stage and streamed to the Galaxy stage. Um, every saga has a beginning. Host, Warwick Davis. Uh, where did I lost? Uh, every saga. Oh, host, Warwick Davis. Uh, join host, Warwick Davis. As we honor 20 years of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, we're turning the pages back with rare behind-the-scenes content special guests brought together to share their memories and insight from the film's creation. Now, this is a celebration. Oh, this is celebrating. This is interesting because we know Hayden Christensen is going to be at the show. We know um, Ian McDermott will be at the show. And all kinds of Episode 1 um, cast members, Ahmed Best, is at the show. So we're going to have some good, big names on this panel, probably. Oh, yeah. And then um, after that, at 1.30, you get short stories with Warwick Davis, which, from what I've heard, anybody who's seen this um, panel, it is an awesome panel to watch. It's like seeing, um, it's like going somewhere with James Arnold Taylor and watching his one-man show. That's what short stories is with Warwick Davis. It's his one-hour, one-man show. But I will warn you, it's a little short. Just a little well, the Celebration Stage finishes up the whole show Monday night at 3.30 with this closing ceremony. Gather with your friends and fellow Star Wars fans to relive the best memories or moments of the weekend and bid farewell to the 20th anniversary of Star Wars Celebration, including special guests, weekend weekend highlights, and much more. This is a send-off you won't want to miss. Also, usually they make a couple of big announcements on this panel for like where the next celebration is. Maybe something... They hold a couple things back for this. Which... Last time they did not make the announcement till late. Yeah, I think they were still locking in to guarantee where it was going to be. Well, here, here's the other thing too. There is rumor, just like it was last year or last time. There is rumor that Reed Pop, this is their last celebration. Hmm. That's what we were hearing last time as well. Yeah. Well, but, maybe it'll depend on how this runs. Yeah. I I, I just don't. I, I'm curious to see how it goes because right now what there's I, I'm having a lot of reservations about a lot of things okay I, I'm not like right now I'm seeing something saying the panel lotteries are extended and the exclusive lotteries are extended and they're now going to close on Monday April 8th um, for them to extend these lotteries and from the nightmares I'm hearing people say well we try it you know there's a bunch of us and we're trying to use the same group ID for the lottery to make sure we get in as a group and this that and one person will get in and I'll say everyone else is full and that the group is full and no one else could get in there's only two people in the group and the group could have up to six I don't yeah. have faith in this lottery so again it's a great idea don't get me wrong it needed to happen but I'm not seeing this working the way I mean right now I'm not seeing it work the way they were wanting it to work yeah well we still have a week until this until the show so let's uh, we'll, we'll hold re- judgment and then next week we will definitely find out oh yeah Let, let's let's see how thursday goes for first day yeah. and actually we um we uh, now would probably be a decent time talking about that to, to let everybody know that uh listen to wiki radio next week we are adjusting our record time so that we can actually cover news from the show on next week's show yes so and uh, all the we'll cover thursday and friday on sorcerer radio first on a saturday night yep right. plan right yep we'll still play on Saturday night, um, yeah. but it's going to be odd for for Derek and I because we've gotten used to, hey, we're three months now, <laughs> Wednesday nights, Wookiee Radio, when we record, it'll be, watch me, we're, we're gonna, the two of us are going to record
record We Be Geeks, I'm going to go, welcome to another episode of Wookie Radio. Crap. No, not this <laughs> week. It's... I, do you know this? I do that on purpose. I rearrange stuff. I try to get you guys to rearrange stuff around just so I can laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> may, may you catch a computer virus and end up in the ER. Wait, it not work that way. Never mind. Wouldn't that be end up in the IT? Ah, good correction. <laughs> Boy, he's stepping in it. <laughs> Is that what I'm smelling? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the celebration stage. Uh, moving on, the next one here I have on the list is actually the Star Wars show live stage. Now, anybody who's watched ever watched the live stream realizes that when people come out of their big panels, this is their first stop. And this is um, in between panels on the live stream. They actually just basically live stream this stage. This will be out in the main exhibit hall. Yep. And it says move from the small copy room inside of Lucasfilm to a massive stage in the exhibit hall. The Star Wars show is making its triumphant return to Star Wars celebration throughout the five days of the event, you can catch a myriad of Star Wars celebrities, filmmakers, and other Star Wars creators chatting with the hosts of the Star Wars show, Andy, Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni. And hey, if you come to our stage, you might even see your face on the broadcast on the internet. Uh, here, the here, great- here's, huh? the fun, here's the fun thing about um, the last celebration. They had it done up like inside the cantina. Yeah. And if you were in costume, you were allowed to go up as they were recording, unless they had a guest, you were allowed to go up and hang and be a background extra for a little bit at the cantina. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to know what they're doing this year then. Yeah. Well, the celebration before that, didn't they do do it up like the Lounge of the Millennium Falcon? I think I remember that. No, it was uh, no, it was uh, Jabba's Palace. Okay. Well, every time they do this, they do something different, so maybe it'll be um, Maz's Castle. Who knows? Mm, That's an interesting idea. You know what would be funny? Just see how many people would, what people would say is if they use um, Dex's diner from episode two that would be awesome <laughs> that would be awesome i'm trying to think what we would have from um episode one because it's the 20th anniversary of episode one there was no real bar in episode one other than a couple of places in moss espa uh, really um because they always do it in like a bar theme it seems i guess uh, i don't know if they could do a they couldn't do a particular specific spot but they could make it look like moss espa could yeah they- couldn't they make it look like the uh, one, the like a couple of the boxes from the Pod Race Arena? Possibly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It'd be cool if they actually had the um, screens in the back actually playing Pod Racing. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Or actually, what was it that the um, Star Wars equivalent of a sports bar from Episode Two? Also, I believe. Yeah. From the chasing down um, Zam Wessel, where they had have the different sports running on the screens, including Pod Racing. Yes. So yeah, this is going to this... just to annoy people. Canto bite. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm wondering, uh, Dex's Diner or Canto Bite, which one people would be more annoyed with? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the cell. Like I said, th- that's the stage you're going to be the most intimately aware, um, recognizable if you're not at Celebration. So the next one up, they actually have one called the University Stage. Learn from experts and masters of many disciplines as they present the fine points of their chosen craft in an intimate classroom setting. Come prepare to learn and often work along with the teachers, right? workshops, art masterclasses, show production, Japanese Star Wars vegetable carving, and more. <gasps> this is running Friday through Monday also. I did look... Now th- that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thursday showing up looks like the, really the only things running on Thursday is we have photo ops, autographs, and the family room has a couple different things, some origami and things like that in it. Other than that, Thursday, that's the only thing going on. Well, you should have opening but, ceremonies on Thursday as well. Yeah, but there was nothing listed. So Typically, because typically that doesn't happen at the stages 
that happens at the main, um, um, like ribbon. It's almost like a ribbon cutting thing. It's where they gather everyone in the main foyer before they say, "Okay, welcome." Here's the opening ceremony, and away you go. Yeah. So, but the um, where which panel is this one? Ah, okay. But starting off at 11 a.m. on Friday, which means no one in the world is going to come see this because it's the same time as the episode nine panel. Creating cinema dis- quality cosplay phot- photography. 12:15, we get the first Japanese vegetable Star Wars vegetable carving episode four. I guarantee you, they will. They will before the show. They will redo that. Uh, that time for that cosplay. Yeah. Because the it, only the only panel going on will be the big panel. Because they did yeah. the, they did the same thing last celebration. There was a couple people who were scheduled to start of the day up against the big panels for the podcast stage and they said, Yeah, there's no sense. No one's gonna be there because the attention's gonna be at the main stages. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna be on the exhibit floor because they were also feeding it to there as well. Yeah. So Well this this was actually a more packed stage than um the celebration stage but the celebration stage you got that giant arena you got to empty and refill for the next panel these ones are a lot smaller rooms you can empty them real quick so um that was 11 12 15 at 1 30 so they're giving you an hour um about 45 minutes for the panel then a half hour to empty the room and refill it yeah but here here's the catch though even with the big rooms they're once you're in the room you can stay in the room all day they're not clearing this yeah. they're not clearing the rooms yeah how does that work with the lottery lottery is only for the first panel of the day for that big panel oh okay that's all it's for it's the the first panels that first the episode nine panel the uh the 20th anniversary panel for phantom menace it's only for those panels the mandalorian and then they have the it's just uh, for the first panel of those particular stages after that you could come and go as you please they don't care whereas in the past they cleared the room and you you line back up for the next panel this year they're not this year they're not doing it well we'll see how the people react to that (laughs) well yeah yeah, basically Basically, basically it's, it's a hall it's a hall H scenario from from San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, because you're not going to want to leave that. Well, the other co- the other couple big stages, you might have a couple things on there you want to go see too. So, but um, more of the crafting and stuff here. They have uh, all wings reporting in the military of Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars make and take predicting the future. Star Wars uh, fu- predicting the future with Star Wars. These are always fun ones. Using science fiction and STEM to inspire tomorrow's makers. That's always fun stuff. Um, do we get the Gal- the Galactic Academy? judge us by our size do not and the next one is for us we should be giving the, or we should be going to this panel translation for, uh, for a Wookiee without losing of limbs or without blossoms so that's about that's actually about translating and adapting the Star Wars comics to Spanish ooh huh. if they're given free issues I would take one that is interesting um, I, I, mean, I, I have as you guys know I have a German Star Wars comic yeah because over there in Germany the comics are done three it's three issues bound in to one book. So the books only come out once every quarter, which you know is not a bad idea, even here in the States. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this on Wookiee Radio, or on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks and on uh, Weeby Geeks as well. Yeah, we do that. They just um, collect a lot more of them and call them trades. Yeah. True. Do that so, every six months. Mm-hmm. Well, that translation one is the last one of the day on Friday. On Saturday, you get a BYO Mandalorian armor, changing roles of women in the Star Wars universe, art, the art of Kiri, Japanese Star Wars paper cutting, Star Wars RPGs, online streaming, and the middle school classroom. Okay. So, so you're a fanfic writer who wants to go pro. Uh, we get a behind the scenes in the audiobook recording studio. This one actually has Mark Thompson and Catherine Tabor and some of the producers and stuff on it. See, I, oh. I, I, I would probably go to that one. Yeah, I would want to go 
to that one also. That's actually on at 5.30 on Saturday. So uh, then you get A Wind to Shake the Stars, The Legacy of Brian Daly, and the Star Wars radio dramas. See, that's a perfect follow-up to the recording studio one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then we oh. get Designing the Greatest Star Wars Pop-Up Book in the Galaxy. Oh, that's the first one for Sunday. So the radio dramas is the last one Saturday night. So just out of curiosity, no, um, no STEM panel this year? No, I, that was earlier. That was on Friday. I missed it. Okay. There. Predicting the future with Star Wars using science fiction and STEM to inspire tomorrow's makers. That's I, at 4.30 on the university stage I on Friday. A, I need to find out. I need to contact Mark over at um, Fanthatrack, see if he could get me a copy of that panel, audio okay. copy of that panel. Because that, I, I, rec- I was at the last one, recorded it for my daughter's school, and the teachers use it as reference. And I would love to add to it. Yeah. I really would. Well, this other one here might be another one you'd want to get for the school. It is that one that I had mentioned, the Star Wars RPGs, online streaming, and the middle school classroom. It says, kids and games go hand in hand. Throw Star Wars and role-playing into the mix, and you have something truly unique and adventurous. Join the, a panel of Star War- or Jedi Master educators for a discussion on playing Star Wars role-playing games, Edge of the Empire, and Age of Rebellion with students. Right. Leverage a share of love for Star Wars can benefit students, teachers, and even family, but it can be hard to know where to start. This session will cover the basics, answer questions, and hopefully inspire you to explore a galaxy far, far away with your students and family. Problem with that is my daughter's at elementary school, not a middle school. Yeah. Well, she's not that far away. <laughs> yeah, but still a little too young to be getting into. Yeah, role-playing games. Yeah. I mean, you're too young to start. She she just got done stressing over her first two days of state testing that they do in, in third grade here. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So, I mean, she she's, you know, most of the kids at that at third grade, they're the same way. Fifth grade, maybe. I think I started around fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. But yeah, it, third, elementary school, I think it's a little too soon for that. Yeah. Well, that t- the radio dramas one took us the end of Saturday. But on Sunday, you get a Designing the Greatest Star Wars pop-up book in the galaxy, Anthropy, The Magic of Droids, World Building 101, How to Build Your Own Galaxy Far, Far Away, Printing and Designing an Empire, Opening New Realms of Star Wars Cosplay, uh, Romance, Those Ships Belong uh, belong in Star Wars, or Those Ships Also Belong in Star Wars, uh, Learn to Paint the Star Wars Miniatures, and then the 501st Legion, Bad Guys Doing Good, <laughs> and that's the end of Sunday. And here's your other STEM panel, Mike, on Monday, starting at 10.30 a.m., which is right before the Phantom Menace panel at 11. STEM, education meets droid building. Ooh. Ooh. And they didn't have yeah. that last time. They only had a STEM panel. Believe me, I paid attention. Mm-hmm. Well, this one is using dro- the droids of Star Wars to make an introduction to robotics in your community. Find out about uh, open resources and local education groups. And untapped the untapped potential to give back to our communities is within your grasp. Okay. They are following with the art and craft of video game writing. Inside Star Wars Insider at 115. Oh, droid wow. building. Here's another one. See, droid building life stem. Mighty Marvel Geeks, when we did our show Friday night at Celebration, we were up against the uh, Star Wars Insider panel oh yeah they were giving away a free ipad uh-huh <laughs> I, I i couldn't compete we, we just could not compete <laughs> wow yeah i say here's a third stem panel for you that droid building real life stem Ooh. and then they finish off the show with mythology of star wars behind the facts and fiction and this is all monday yeah, yeah that those two are on monday so that's the the university okay. stage is pretty packed this year see I, what do they have they had the three main stages the podcast stage, and then there was the uh, collector's track, which was, I mean, they weren't, there were stages, but they weren't. They were just rooms. So was the podcast. Yeah, there is. So was the podcast stage in, in many aspects.
effects. They were just rumors. Yeah, they're calling all of it. Yeah, they're just calling all these stages. There is a collector stage. There is a podcast stage, which we're actually I'm going to go over the podcast stage here next. Um, where to go? Yeah. So the podcast stage. Uh, I don't have. I'm not. Don't have the actual schedule. I'll just list some of the podcasts that are going to be there. Um, some friends of ours too. We yep. have, but uh, the location is W193. Celebration welcomes excellent fan produced Star Wars podcast to the show. Each selected from a large field of applicants. Come hear them broadcast live from Star Wars throughout the weekend. We have Beyond the Outer Rim, the Cantina Cast, Coffee with Kenobi, Collider's Jedi Council, Fangirls Going Rogue, uh, Phothetic History, The Force Cast, mm-hmm. from or Back to Tank, Galactic War Report, Keeping Up with the Ge- Geek Bros. Which is a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Awesome. Get your geek on. Very Inside cool. the Force, Lords of the Sith, Making Tracks, which is one of Fantha Tracks yep. um, podcasts. Never Tell Me the Pods, Rogue Podron, Sky Talkers Podcast, Skywalking Through Neverland, Star Wars Bookworms, Star Wars Geek Girl, Star Wars Minute, Star Wars Action News, Tarkin's Top Shelf, The Canon Cantina, Rated NA Podcast, uh, The Resistance Broadcast, and Unmistakably Star Wars. So if you want to see the way podcasts are made, there's plenty of them running. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, the next yeah. stage doesn't have an actual schedule, but it is the one you were talking about earlier, Mike, the collector stage. Gus Lopez and his enthusiastic and creative crew return to celebration with another great round of panels on collectibles and Star Wars licensed products from licensees and Lucasfilm. Don't miss the exclusive Star Tot giveaway. Yeah. Created and sponsored by Collectors um, Celebration Chicago. By Collectors Celebration Chicago and availability available only at these panels. Uh, be sure to collect all 20. I love is a glimpse. The, yeah, they have the picture of four of them. I went to um, collector's panel at Celebration 5. Yeah. And the, it was about vintage the vintage figures and vintage toys. And this, ah. guy, and this guy, you know, they're talking about how Vader, a, a Return of the Jedi Vader is not worth more than a Return of than a Star Wars carded Vader because it was the same mold the whole, the whole run through. Yeah. Nothing changed with Vader. It was one of those characters that did not change uh so someone had had stood up and, and this was with ken my original co-host from weeby geeks this is long probably two years before weeby geeks started some guy stands up and asks the question so what's the most what's what's the most valuable toy out vintage toy out there and without batting an eye just saying loud enough for ken to hear me which ended up being loud enough for the people around me to hear me i just said your mom and there was a big <laughs> chuckle from that part of the room and the guy looks back like what <laughs> thinking that we thought it was funny that he asked that question no nope, our response was funny yeah so well yeah. I listen to what's going to be on this one too because there's some there's a couple of really big ones there's one i was surprised i just looked through looking through this list um now this is your collector stage so it starts off with the star wars tiki mashup now this stage did get the memo this is first panel is friday at noon yeah they got memo <laughs> Uh, next up, we get this one's. I was kind of surprised on this one. Special collections, forty years of the Star Wars holiday special collecting. See, I don't know what's out there from the holiday special. Well, that's why you go to this panel. Yeah, I did know. See one of the exclusives for this show. They have a Star Wars holiday special Boba Fett um, lunchbox. The animated yeah. Boba Fett. Oh, cool. Yeah, that that that's gonna be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, then we get weird or weird, wild, and whimsical Star Wars collectibles. Arc the archive turns twenty five. The history. History of Star Wars collection, Collector's Archive. 20 years collecting Lego Star Wars. And, and, you, and you know who should be there? All of us. That 
to yeah. uh, Mark. Mark went. It was a buddy of mine who used to be with uh, with Lucasfilm, who was head of the archive. Well, one of the big wings with the archives before it got. Didn't moved. we have already? We did, but a beginning. We did, but we had to pull his episode because of um, some non-disclose some ah, NDAs okay. that we were trying to prevent from being. Apparently, we had crossed that we weren't that didn't realize, and we were kindly yeah. asked. We're, we were we. I'll, I'll be honest. We were politely asked, "Hey, can, can you take these down?" Um, there was some stuff there that, while the intent of the comments was good and honorable, they weren't meant to be put out there and known. Ah, okay. And yeah, that's all good. That's that's how you keep a, um, good relations with everybody. Yeah. Yep. So so to keep to keep the good relations, I was like, I have no problems. It's gone. It's gone off the server. It's gone off here. Mm-hmm. Um, the only people who have that episode are people who happen to have downloaded it at the time unless yeah. they unless they've kept it uh, unless they have deleted it those would be the only place it would be kept yeah well that actually the, the lego panel there finishes the show for friday on saturday this one's is interesting starting at 10 30 a.m you get toll toys an australian star wars story Ooh. star wars prototypes and unre- unreleased toys effects and influence of the pally toy company on star wars toys bringing balance to your tree collecting hallmark keepsake ornaments and other collectibles from for life day and every day i love that and, yeah. yeah kenner from concept model to collectible toys that made us star wars part two Ooh, i didn't know yes. they made us yet i think that awesome. i he hasn't done a part two i think this is something he's doing for for celebration, for celebration. okay right. this, is, this is something brian's doing for celebration yeah and the last thing on the collector stage is actually from seven to nine a two-hour collector's swap meet and social yeah they they do they've done that the last couple celebrations which is great bring bring stuff that you don't want anymore and see if you get something new yeah well starting off on sunday once again they got the memo because remember the mandalorian is at 11 a.m well the collector stage starts at noon with vintage canadian collectibles a tale of two languages the man who shot luke skywalker is up next and then star wars sports collectibles grail stories star wars original props and costumes and that finishes off sunday and you you laugh about the star wars sports collectibles there's a quite a bit out there because oh yeah because minor league hockey teams do it baseball's doing it mm-hmm. um i mean it's it's out there and as i was searching for other stuff i gotta say this came from cody rhodes on twitter can you really trust a person who hasn't seen star wars nope. <laughs> cody preach on that's right <laughs> preach on unless that kid unless that person is a child under the age of 10 which even that's pushing it i would say age of five for sure but age of 10 then no you can't yeah. trust a person who hasn't seen star wars and cody well, if you happen to listen to the show we would love to have you on and talk star wars and how it's affected your role in wrestling yeah that would be awesome i'm not saying but i'm saying right now though he's a little busy getting everything together for what is it next month yeah first show yeah so but moving on to monday and once again they got the memo the the stage starts at noon after the phantom menace panel collecting star wars books turning the page on star wars reference material star wars in a country far far away argentina collecting star wars fashion star wars pinball and arcade collecting mm. and then tours around the house finishes it up interesting so that's your collector stage next up we have the fan stage 
page. Location W407. So this is another one where it's probably just in the room. Yeah. Uh, we stick celebration is by the fans for the fans. And the programming on this fan stage presents the very best, the most creative, and the most fun of the many great ideas presented by fans to the Star Wars or the Celebration team. Look for fan produced and presented game shows, cosplay panels, introduction on building and maintaining your own droid, and much, much more. Once again, all of these stages are running basically Friday through Monday. So, and this one, I don't know. They once again have a Galactic Senate meet the Star Wars costuming groups at 10.30 a.m. on Friday to 11.15. No one's going to want to go to that with the, well, they'll go and everybody will leave at 11, or 11 o'clock to try to catch the episode nine panel. Right. <laughs> because they're, and then they're running um, lightsaber team where fandom meets fun, fitness, and friendship at 11.45. See, this is where people just don't, this is where the planners don't get, get it. Yeah. You have a big panel. Don't compete with it. Don't That's schedule the- anything else. The only thing yeah. that should be open are the rooms that are streaming the panel, the actual room at this and at this particular time, the arena that's hosting the panel and the exhibit floor. That's exactly. it. Or and the concession stands. These stages. All these stages could set up and live stream. That way, everybody can see it everywhere. Yeah. And, and realistically, that's what they should do. All the rooms, yeah. go to the room you want to start off for the morning. And those rooms, they're streaming the panel. So, but moving on with it, we have bringing droids to life from fans to films. The th- third one down here is one I would really want to go see. But before it, we have Star Wars movie trivia battle of the masters then the next one's going to be a big one for this room at 345 on the fan stage we get star wars author spotlight timothy zahn yeah nice backyard building on a budget droid building 101 uh covering star wars which is um abc correspondent clayton sandow um and star wars influencer dan zer from coffee with kenobi star wars beat reporter anthony bresnikin from entertainment weekly as i wait there we go who else is in this one writer and researcher Amy Rausch from 365 Star Wars and blogger and theme park historian Jim Hill from Disney Dish share what it's like to cover Star Wars from the many different angles and perspectives. From television, print, and social media to research, writing, podcast, and blogging, this panel brings years of experience covering the biggest names and events in Star Wars. If you've ever wanted to learn more about reporting, reporting, building sources, and breaking news from everybody's favorite galaxy far, far away, or if you just want to laugh and be entertained or entertained yourself this is the panel for you this would be an interesting one how to basically cover the news of star wars yeah really uh and i just clicked off that stage give me half a second this was the fan stage right yes i went to go back and it clicked there we go that was covering star wars and then also and that's the end of friday actually at 6 30 is that covering star wars then on saturday once again going up against one of the bigger panels at 10 30 rebellion the rebellion is reborn meet the rebel legion star wars animation panel with bill motts and bob roth see these ones it's not as i mean the the saturday big panel is going to be big but it's not because it's the early one is just the galaxy um the galaxy's edge panel which is going to be a huge one. Oh yeah but I think the other ones are going to pull a lot more, and I think even the Clone Wars will pull a little bit more than the than the Galaxy's Edge one, because everybody's going to see Galaxy's Edge in a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, it'll be a little over a month after uh-huh. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, next up, we get Pride Squadron presents navigating gender cosplay or crossplay and trans costuming in a galaxy far, far away. Down and dirty Mandalorian armor. <laughs> Doug Tang Masterclass, the art and techniques of designing for Star Wars, 
trivia night, a Star Wars game night, and uh, the last panel is Star Wars tourism, visiting the galaxy far, far away on Earth. Then we come back to Sunday, and this stage every morning starting at 1030. Uh, this deal is getting worse all the time. Game show, Road, <laughs> this Road Squadron 20th anniversary panel, hashtag SW Rep Matters, celebrating diversity in a galaxy far, far away, a galaxy of inspiration, projects from the DK Star Wars Makers Lab demonstrated by Liz Hynek and Cole Horton, meet the Mandalorian Mercs, saving the cradle, saving the cradle of Star Wars, Lars Homestead. I think it's funny, the Mandalorian Mercs are getting their own panel and most likely participating in that meet the cosplayer, meet the, the cosplay groups, which is a yeah. collaboration of probably the Jedi Assembly, uh, the Saber Guild, um, the 501st, and Rebel Legion. Yeah. Well, the, talking of the 501st, the last panel on Sunday is actually the 501st costume building for membership. And then uh, there, here's your meet the 501st on Monday morning at 1030. Whose line is it? Alderaan. It's a marvelous life. And then they finished up with an alliance of fandom creating content and communities with Star Wars. Oh, so the puns are to me. Oh, yeah. Well, then we get to, there's two more big stages. Let me see which, yeah. The last two stages we have are the other two big stages here. Um, we have the Celebration stage. Next is the Celebration's Twin Sons stage, which covers the ins and outs of what goes on into creating Star Wars Universe, hosting guests who make it happen for the movies, television, toys, books, comics, and more. And this is one of the live stream stages. So you are getting the Episode 9 stream on Saturday, Friday morning. You get Star Wars Collectibles update with Lucasfilm's Brian Merton at 1.30. Uh, uh, th this stage is actually in location W96... 196 so um but star wars hasbro is here at 11 at three o'clock on friday i will Luke's tell you i i want i tried to go to the hasbro panel at c6 mm -hmm. as much as i love the hasbro stuff and i've talked to the teams at their booths you know the different designers and whatnot they were great yeah. to talk to the panel was dry okay we're gonna do this figure and it's gonna have this accessory here and this accessory there and we did this yeah. we did like oh lord come on put some excitement behind it. That's because you don't bring the salesmen to this show. This is the people who actually design the stuff. Yeah, but the, the, they didn't. They, salesman is what it is. They could talk it up at the booth, but they can't talk it up at the panel. And they've been doing this yeah. for years. I don't know. It's not always easy to get up in front of the crowd and actually, you know. I know. It's, yeah, it's just some people aren't good at it. Yeah, I know. Oh, believe me. I, I thought I was going to freeze when, when we did the podcast. Did our did the live podcast. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I've never done the podcast live in front of people. Now I realize oh, yeah, this is totally different. Let's just keep going. Everything was fun. But yeah, but once you get started, it's like, wait a minute. I'm doing the same thing I do anyway. Yeah. It's just instead of the three of us sitting here, it's it would be the three of us and our hundred of our best friends. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, but next up after that, we have the Lucasfilm Publishing Panel. That's always a big one. Yes. And that may be the one that won the ones that uh, JTC's at. I'm hoping that the Star Wars show pulls him in after one of his panels when he's wearing a Wookiee radio shirt. I hope so. Awesome. God, you I would hope so. Wear a Wookiee radio shirt. I would hope too that Marvel comp, that Marvel's website has him in that shirt on their site talking about the panel. Yeah, that would be awesome. So after that, we got a game show. I'll take droids for 500 and uh, Obi-Wan, an intergalactic game show. And this actually has um, a lot of the publishers on it. Or not the publishers, the authors. Yeah. This has, we're inviting fans to test their Star Wars knowledge, competing head-to-head -head with their favorite Star Wars authors, Timothy Zahn, Claudia Gray, and Delilah Dawson. Ooh. Categories like 
punch it chewy jedi line trick and it's a trap and more using wow. audio from star wars audiobooks hosted by mark thompson and there will be prizes awarded Ooh. yes it's a trap and then uh that is the end of the friday night is that game show saturday starting 11 a.m you get inside fantasy flight games so that one's going to be going up against the galaxy's edge panel next yeah. up you get delray books behind the scenes marvel comics presents star wars from two at 2.30. Step into our Star Wars stories, ILMX Lab, uh, Star Wars The Force of Funko, and that's the end of Friday night, or Saturday night. Okay. Obviously, you get the Mandalorian live stream on sat- on Sunday morning. Behind the scenes of the Cantina, which is an awesome sh- panel. I've heard all about it. Um, and this is the Tom Spina panel that they're talking, and uh, Amy Radcliffe, Radcliffe and Tom Spina from the Regal Robot and Tom Spina Designs uh, sit down and actually talk about the Cantina scene, and some of the thing and he always brings something new to it you never know and he's one of the guys that's gone through with pablo hidalgo and some of the other ones and basically named everybody in the cantina scene from the original star wars episode yeah, four yeah so and then you get a live stream of the star wars the clone Wars sneak peek at 3 30 into the archives at 5 30 and that's the end of the twin sun stage for mo- sunday night so once again it's got a couple of pretty big panels on there uh monday morning starting 10 30 a.m you get the lucasfilm publishing writers roundtable Star Wars Celebration Tattoo Competition at 12.15, and IDW Publishing The Adventures Continue at 2, and that rounds out the Twin Sun stage. And that leaves us but one stage left. The Galaxy Stage will offer a premium experience with a wide variety of shows featuring the depth and breadth of the Star Wars universe. Catch conversations with masters, celebrity apprentices, and other legendary Star Wars entertainment. And this is one of the ones live streaming, so Friday morning you get the live stream. Uh, At 1.30, though, you get 20 years of Lego Star Wars story, a retrospective and uh, forward look. You get the music of Star Wars The Phantom Menace with David Collins. Anybody who's actually heard the show that he did with Rebel Force Radio of the um, Star Wars music knows that David Collins knows his stuff when it comes to Star Wars music. Well, he, he's got his own podcast that yeah. he, he does That's story doing of music. Stuff. Yeah. I think it's basically the same as what they were doing with Rebel Force Radio, but it covers everything now. Yep. So, um, and then the last one for Friday for Friday night is ILM presents making solo. Oh, wow. Hmm. And then Saturday morning, starting at 1045 AM here, we get droids and animatronic creatures of star Wars, star Wars rebels. Remembered the star Wars cosplay competition is at three 30 on Saturday afternoon here on the galaxy stage, a star Wars let's play. And that finishes off the stage from five 30 to six 30. Then Sunday morning, we get the Mandalorian stream, Doug Chang, the evolution of star Wars design designing episode one. So he's got a couple of panels about designing star Wars. Uh, the ILM model shop building a galaxy. The Anthony Daniels droidography finishes off the stage from 5.15 to 6.15. And then finishing up the schedule for the rest of the show, we have the Phantom Menace live stream on Monday morning. Uh, Star Wars Resistance Season 2 sneak peek uh, at 1.30 to 2.30. And then the Celebration Closing Ceremony stream finishing it off. So there's going to be some awesome stuff. I'm hoping a lot of this actually gets on the live stream so we can watch it also. Yeah, yeah. And now since this has been my show the whole time. I'm going to sit back and let you guys handle it. <laughs> with, what, with what we have left. <laughs> but it celebrates. It. That's why they only do it once every, uh-huh. what, years or so? Well, it's been every other year. There was a couple years yeah. they were doing it back to back. So, well, Derek, why don't you head us off next? I will, except I accidentally closed my tab, so give me a second. 
<laughs> that's about all you got, mister. Someone on the other side had to hog it all. That's all right. So hey. there's one. This is actually really kind of cool. There's one interesting thing that's going to be at Celebration that I think everybody should take a moment to to really soak in and check out. And this, this is a massive mural for Star Wars Celebration Chicago. And it's going to be painted by art. It's been painted by artist Jason Palmer, um, who has been a fan since he was 13 years old when Star Wars came out in 19. In 1977, almost said 97. <laughs> uh, so uh, he said he was absolutely in love with Star Wars, and he drew it all the time. Uh, so uh, in his, when he was done with school, he was working at a job he didn't like in his late teens. But then he decided to make a go for it as an artist, even though he had no real training or any idea how to pursue a career. But he did know one thing: the legendary movie poster artist Drew Struzan his favorite artist, lived within driving distance. How sweet is that? So Palmer cold called Struzan one day who invited him over without hesitation. So he kind of became Palmer's mentor. And over the years, Palmer learned the art of poster illustration from the master. He said his education was basically going to his house, showing him what he'd done since the last time he saw him. And then he would tell him where it was better and mostly how he was making the same mistakes in a new way. Interesting. And then, of course, he would always ask him what he was drawing. Um, but that's, he said he learned a lot from, from Struzan. And uh, if you see this mural, there's a little picture of it, just part of it, on StarWars.com. And it's it's beautiful. It really is. So the original idea came from Kathy Kennedy. Hey, you know, she does have some good ideas, people. Um, and uh, she asked if they could create a piece of art that would encapsulate the entire Star Wars saga, visually representing the complete stories of Star Wars. How complete? Well, I'll tell you. Um, so they wanted the scale to be theatrical. Oh boy, was it. Uh, so they wanted to make the mural as large as possible to mirror the cinematic experience. So the mural is 10 feet tall and 88 feet long. Wow. Yes, it is huge. That's insane. And one, mm-hmm. And the final mural will feature every Star Wars movie, including episode nine, interesting, as well as, and this is interesting as well, as well as the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. No mention of Resistance, though. Um, Both of those cartoons will be getting their own segment and equal footing so that the Clone Wars will have the same real estate as A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back. So this thing is going to be one large, continuous story. feet long. It's amazing. Uh, so, of course, you know, to do this, they had to break down the mural um, into key sections to make sure they could uh, handle it all. And uh, the other thing that was amazing was they had a very tight schedule um, and they were going to hire a bunch of artists to do it. But after speaking with Jason and seeing his work, it became obvious that it would be ideal for him to do it. Uh, of course, the main concern was the schedule. They had only six weeks to complete the mural. Normally, 
literally something like that would take several months. But Jason Palmer did it in six weeks. That's amazing. And yeah. this, this is a complicated mural. It has many, many elements from all of the different movies and such. This is not a, a little, you know, minimalistic painting. Uh, and Palmer said, you have to have an overall feel for it and flow. Each thing will shine in its own way. He looked for patterns in Star Wars that could create a visual continuity. Uh, he noticed that circles are prominent uh, from the Millennium Falcon to the twin sons of Tatooine to BB-8. And triangles are prominent as well in Star Destroyers and other craft. He looked for color fields, noting that Return of the Jedi strongly evokes green, thanks to Luke's lightsaber and the Endor landscape. Um, so uh, add that to uh, Doug Chang. Uh, the mindset led to a sense of motion and the utilization of sweeping lines to guide the eye across the painting, evoking a mythical feel and bursts of, of paint to add a dreamlike quality. Uh, he said, you have to make rules, think them through. What do I want people to feel? Uh, of course, he also had to balance all the figures in each section from size to aesthetic, including those from animation. So to bring the animated characters from Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels to life in this realistic style, Palmer turned to a surprising referee, one of Mike's favorite cosplayers. <laughs> he said, it's just easier if you have someone with a perfect costume pose that makes sense. So uh, they are thrilled for fans to see the mural. It is unique. Yeah. And for the first time, fans will be able to enjoy seeing the complete story of Star Wars in a continuous timeline. Uh, the painting Painting was painted digital, <laughs> which forced Palmer to buy new hard drives and max out his RAM working on the mural. Wow, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he oh. said it was a long way from filling the margins of his junior high notebooks with Star Wars drawings. <laughs> yeah. Well, looking looking at some of the merch going along with this, oh. um, I will take any of these Tervis items. I know. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, there's a, uh, they're going to have puzzles. It's like going to break down each section for puzzles. That's interesting. That's and for and for blankets too. Yes, they have. Yeah, but that way you can blankets, actually um, buy all the puzzles, put them together, and you have the full mural. Yeah. So here, it here, won't be long, but <laughs> the, hopefully the blankets are a fifty inch by sixty inch, and they're running 40, 40 bucks each. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Uh, I would love to order it. But here's my problem: if I do, just like every other Star Wars blanket I have gotten, <laughs> a certain person has stolen it, and I'm not going to mention any names. But the certain person is a very big lover of porgs and hits me anytime I mention best thing about porgs is honey mustard <laughs> well you can always get the puzzles they're only 10 bucks each and they are 500 pieces and they're 21 21 in, and a quarter inches tall by 15 inches Ooh, and they come with full color bonus posters that's pretty cool I, I kind of I'd kind of be interested in getting the puzzles I, I want one of the two Tervis cups or right, I, I would love the, the water bottle or their sport bottle thing which is the one with the the eyelet or the hot cup that's right underneath it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind either one of those. So those are gorgeous. They really are. Yeah. Uh, speaking of gorgeous, while we still have some time, Hallmark announces its 2019 Christmas ornament lineup. Uh, starting off, uh, basically seven. I'm going to round these numbers up. I'm not doing the exact. $16.99 for 17 bucks. Okay. 17 bucks. <laughs> they're they're going to have Lego C3PO and Lego R2. Lego R2, I would love to get for my tree. Yeah. 
yeah. we, ha- we have one tree here and we have two we put two trees up and one's a star wars own tree so i i'm excited about some of these new additions uh from the continuing series you see luke standing on that infamous with his infamous pose on tattooing staring off into the distance ah yes uh then there's a peak buster series um and apparently this is uh what is peak buster i'm not sure what that I'm is not sure um since it's activated maybe that's what it is it's a magic motion activated tree ornament. Hang the tree ornament near the gifts and turns it on. It senses movement. You'll hear C-3PO and R2-D2 give warnings not to peek. Oh, how cute. <laughs> uh, that's Problem awesome. is, if dog gets near the tree, if animals get near the tree, they're going to set us off. Yeah. But it's a cute idea. I think I think that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is a helmet with sound series, and this year it is Boba Fett. Uh, and I guess they did these with... With a few others, which I don't remember, but the Boba Fett helmet would definitely be in my wheelhouse, and that's twenty bucks. Uh, oh, the, peak, the Peak Buster um, is thirty bucks. Uh, the continuing series is tw- is nineteen bucks. Um, the Hallmark the Sound series. Oh, this is so much. I think this should yeah. be something that we three should should all get this year. But it's thirty bucks, which that price yeah. scares me a little bit. It is. I'd probably be getting it for Christmas from my. Dad. If I ask for it, I'll probably get it too. It is the speeder bike with the with the scout trooper on it. I would love to get five of these to put around the trees, all facing different directions, and one facing inward. Cool things with these ones is you can put them back into the tree, and it looks like they're actually flying through the tree. Yeah. Um. There's a metal series. Uh. These are forty bucks, and you get all three. You get Vader, Obi Wan, and Yoda's lightsaber. That's cool. Um. Then there's the storytellers. Uh-huh. Um. Which is coming back. And this year coming back with uh, with two more because uh, the original was three. It was the Death Star, Vader's Tie Fighter, and the X Wing. Then last year it was what Tie Fighter and the Falcon. Which I got the Falcon. Gotta have my ship. This year it's a Star Destroyer and a Y Wing. And the best thing is when you have all of these together, they sense each other and they will do a story. So they're slowly building up the whole battle of uh, the Death Star essentially. But I don't understand where the Star Destroyer comes in all this because the Star Destroyer is not. There's not a Star Destroyer in that battle. I don't know. Maybe with this, it changes it, and we now get the get something different. Uh, this, this is from something else, because if you look, that Star Destroyer, it has there's the a Tantive. Blade underneath it. Yeah. So. so they may be actually doing enough to tell the whole story of Episode 4. Yeah, maybe. Almost. So um, typically, I would say we would have final thoughts, but because of time and really going deep on the panels for celebration, uh, I'm going to say. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, check it out. Uh, a couple of these final thoughts we have, we're probably going to save for next week. Um, those of you going, be safe, have fun, don't do anything we wouldn't do. That's not saying a lot. Um, and with everyone else, you, y'all are going to probably be right there with us, stream watching the live streams from from the computer. I'm hoping to get the get cop one the streams and have it streaming on Wookie Radio each day as well. Um, other than that, uh, I got nothing else. Uh, so from Ken. Derek and myself. Only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. Alright, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm alright. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. 
Look, your worshipfulness, let's get one thing straight. I take orders from just one person, me.